Israel has that vibe where you wake up in the morning and you say to yourself, in this country that didn't exist 70 years ago, anything is possible. So now it's time to reinvent public education. Now it's time to do something that has never been done before. Now it's time to bring teachers from all over the world that would fight inequality in education and provide the same kinds of opportunities for children, regardless of their financial backgrounds and and geographical backgrounds and affiliations, uh, because we can't. Hi, I'm Deborah Feinberg. Welcome back to The Adventurous Teacher. You just heard from Alone Fuderman, Talma's director and CEO. Alone is on our show because the question we're asking today is a bit different than those that have come before. We won't be interviewing teachers for this episode or illuminating some aspect of their Talma experience as we typically do. Instead, we're going to answer a question we've mostly taken for granted thus far in our podcast. Why does Talma exist? Why does it exist instead of any other educational program? Another program that can help people in a different way. Why do so many people believe that this mission, under this model, is the right thing to do? I want to get to the heart of this question. So for today's episode, we spoke with some of Thomas' founders, the ones who make it possible for the teachers to make it happen. People who help to make Thomas happen. Foundation leaders... My name is Lynn Schusterman. Leaders of nonprofits. I'm Tova Dorfman. I direct the Steinhardt Family Foundation in Israel. My name is Debbie Pine. I am a reform rabbi and I am the vice president for strategic philanthropy at the Associate. Organizers and directors. Hi, I'm Marissa Obachowski. I work in Baltimore at the Associated Jewish Community Federation of Baltimore. My name is Sigal Rieli, and I'm the director of the Baltimore Ashkelon Partnership. My name is Sarah Furman, and I am the director of the Aronson Family Foundation, which is based uh, in New York City. And leaders in education. My name is Eyal Ram. I'm a deputy director general of the Ministry of Education in Israel. These aren't people who participate in Talma or personally benefit from it. These are people who so deeply believe in the mission of this program that they're willing to devote their time, energy, and in many cases, finances, just so that other people, you, teachers from around the world, and thousands of children across the nation of Israel can reap the benefit. That's why when we ask the question, why does Talma exist? These are the folks we need to ask. It exists because of them. My foundation got involved with Tama because we were involved in doing a trip to Israel uh, for Teach for America teachers. The best thing about the program is that it answered a need that didn't even have an idea that we can actually solve through a program like Talma. So, at least in Ashkelon, when Alon introduced us to the program, took uh, the director of informal education to see how it's implemented in a, a town near us called Kirat Malachi. And uh, Nimrod Galenta, who is the director of informal education, came back to Ashkelon. He was overwhelmed by uh, how successful it was. He called me and he said, listen, we have to do this. And this is how, uh, in Ashkelon, at least, we were exposed to that. 
our foundation is very much involved in trying to minimize uh, educational gaps in Israel among the most disadvantaged populations. When we asked ourselves, how can we make a difference as an American-based foundation um, functioning in Israel, we said the area that we have the most ability to make a difference is really English language. And we look at English language proficiency as a way for social mobility, um, economic mobility, um, and uh, especially among populations that would not have the ability to uh, get English language in, in, instruction either privately, um, and they would only be able to get it in schools, which is limited. You know, Talma in particular just spoke to a number of those interests. So it was, like I said, once we learned about it, it was just immediately we thought this is this is just a fantastic opportunity for the foundation. The implicit question any nonprofit must successfully answer in order to exist is. Why us instead of anybody else? Why donate your valuable money and resources to our program when those same resources can be spent elsewhere? If you ask the people who invest in the Talmud teachers why they've chosen this path, each one will give you an answer unique to who they are. For some, it begins with family. My granddaughter taught for two years for Teach for America third graders, and this year she's teaching in a charter school, and I see the impact. I The first year that she taught, I was there, and I could witness the joys and the impact that Abby had on teaching the students and how much they got out of learning from her, and then this year, because I haven't, it's a totally different grade level and a little bit different students, um, I've seen how Abby's grown and learned from the students themselves and some of the challenges that she's needed to address while she's, te- while she's taught. And it's also given me, as I said, a huge appreciation because it's very difficult and you never know exactly what kind of student you're going to have. You know, I look at my own daughter who did, who you know, did Tom as a Teach for America core teacher, you know, through her experience of being a teacher and her passion for education, she really found, you know, an important way back into Israel by, you know, going to improve education for Israelis and to expose, you know, really peripheral Israelis, Israelis in um, Ashkelon who don't have as much access to English education. Going really to help and serve those students, she found as an American Jew a pretty deep and profound connection to Israel through developing a close personal relationship with a co-teacher and through really exploring the differences between pedagogy in America versus pedagogy in Israel. And I, I often think, what is that next step after birthright and after college and after a longer-term Israel summer experience? And honestly, I wasn't really thinking of that in terms of my own daughter, but Tama really played that role for her. Um, you know, she sort of mistakenly fell into Tama, thought, oh, this looks great, I'd love to do something in Israel, and, you know, landed this opportunity to go teach in Israel. And, you know, when she got to Ashkelon, and everywhere she went, she said she was from Baltimore, she was overwhelmed by the gratefulness and the deep appreciation that the Ashkelonians felt um, towards Baltimore. And, you know, she immediately realized the strength of the partnership and the ability of one city to impact another. 
Other supporters of Tama see something missing in Israel, or rather, areas of opportunity, something that can and should be improved upon. The vast majority of children that we are working with are coming from backgrounds where there's either no awareness or there isn't an ability of providing three meals a day. And we know then when that is a reality of a child, talking about uh, equal opportunities in education and making sure that a child advances, even though he or she could be hungry at one point of the day, it is a hard discussion to have. We discovered, we opened this program when we, we saw that 50% of the kids in Israel don't have an English that uh, allow them to open an internet page and read it easily. They don't do a matriculation, they examine in the matriculation in the English that allow them even to go to college or university. 50%. When we, you know, try to identify different areas that we could touch on in terms of professional development, career development, um, we noticed that Israel, for example, was not on the radar screen as opposed to other countries for the ability to teach English. In other words, you could go, you could go to Japan, you can go to Korea, you can go to, um, you know, any other country. To they have a lot of programs that offer that that are offered to certified teachers to come and teach English in their in their countries and Israel was not one of the countries that was listed and we said okay we, we have an opportunity here to number one give teachers who are looking for overseas international experience um, the ability to come here and connect it with obviously their own journey and being connected to Israel and also obviously having an impact on the kids here. Although poverty isn't the most obvious aspect of Israeli life as with any other country, it's an unfortunate reality for too many citizens. Those who don't necessarily have rich city budgets and middle or high-class taxpayers on their turf are the ones most likely to remain limited with reduced public services such as education. Sometimes it's a matter of money and not being able to afford programs that wealthier communities are able to pay for. And sometimes the funding exists, but there simply aren't certified professionals in the area who could apply for the job vacancies. But with more resources and help from the right people, education can be that first step towards success for thousands of children. The fact that Talma is provided by local municipalities as a public service is living proof of a unique model of philanthropy, government partnerships, like never seen before. Charlie was a first-generation immigrant, and so education was vitally important to him. And then the other thing that was vitally important to both of us, along with the education, was helping people move out of the circumstances from which they were born. So by education and getting teachers to teach, this is something that not only helps the teachers learn as they teach, but vitally gives the kids a chance for a better life to go on to college, to, you know, uh, all kinds of careers, whether it be in college or technical school. Living in Ashkelon and being a periphery 
and a city that is a lot of time under emergency situations and the kids don't go to school or school is canceled and they sit at home, um, we tend not to attract the best English teachers in Israel and having a, a talented, professional American teachers coming to Ashkelon and teaching the kids is definitely helping bridging those gaps between the center and the periphery. The one that resonates the most is really fighting inequality in education. I mean, this issue is just so critical. I mean, not having access to a quality education can have implications throughout a person's entire lifetime. You know, it can limit their earning potential, their ability to envision a life more fulfilling and rich than what is immediately in front of them. And it can be, it can be socially isolating, frankly. And I think this is particularly true when it comes to language acquisition. Israeli kids get about three weekly hours of English during the school year. And in Talmud, they get five hours a day. They usually have one teacher in the classroom. They don't always have a certified teacher in the classroom. And in Talmud, they certainly have two teachers, one that's local and the other one that's coming from outside of Israel to work with them on advancing in this core subject called English. These kids are getting this kind of a service regardless of their family's financial background, regardless of the affiliation and the sector that their family belongs to, and regardless of where they live in the country. You can live in a small town, a poor town, Jewish, non-Jewish, uh, and still be provided with the same level of public education. For those of us for whom English is our native language, it's easy to take for granted how life-changing a skill it is to have and to know English in today's world. English is key for Israelis. I think it's access to, you know, information that's only written in English. I think it's um, access to higher education and, you know, more sophisticated experiences in the army, in high school, and beyond. Even the most basic level um, factory employee today has to read a manual in English. Um, we were just approached by a company that trains car mechanics um, to fix cars for one of the you know bigger biggest importers in Israel and he said you know I would love for you to you guys to come in and help us with English because some of our mechanics can't read the manual and so um, we're talking about the ability to make English um, available and uh, for people who also want to climb the ladder of uh, employment. In other words, be able to get jobs that are better because they have proficiency in English. English is the language that is important all over the world. It's a very hard language for Israeli kids to learn and a lot of kids are not having such a great uh, success in learning it in a regular class with a teacher and homework and everything. Look, for Israelis to speak English, it's hard. It's not our language. You can, you can hear it by my language. Now I didn't speak for a while, so it takes me even more time. But most of my English is not from school, but it's from, from the fact that I have a, a family in Australia and every time they came, I spoke with them and I... I went there and we spoke on phone, on phone, but most of the kids in the rural areas, they don't have it. So the idea that, that people come and speak with them and they, and they feel that it's not just about the English teachers, but it's about people who live abroad, that they, they want to speak with them about life, 
it gives a lot of uh, opportunities for those kids in the, in the future. I believe that every educational system in the world has two goals. One is to prepare children for life in their own country, and the second is to prepare children to compete in the global market. When you are allowing a child to advance in English, in their English studies, regardless of their affiliation and background, you're basically promising this child not only the ability to communicate with the world and think with people outside of his or her neighborhood in town, you're also promising Israeli students a better chance of finishing their high school exams, their five-part English high school exam that they have to take down the road in order to get accepted to university. Without taking a five-part English exam in Israeli high schools, you can't get accepted to any kind of university. And we know that even though the world is changing, there's still an immediate connection between their education and integrating in the workforce. It happens to be a fact of the world today that English is something of a lingua franca. To know it is to have the power to interact with people anywhere in the world. In other words, just about the exact opposite of Hebrew, a language which, for all its beauty and meaning, is mostly useful in Israel alone. Except for, fun fact, some high-class businesses in China that have started to teach Hebrew at management levels in order to grow the trade between the two countries. That's why these most impressive, influential people you're hearing from in this podcast, heads of large organizations, foundations, folks at the top of their careers, directors and organizers and movers and shakers, all emphasize the importance of you, the teacher, whenever they talk about Talma. Alma persists year after year on the backs of the quality teachers we're able to attract to our program. We don't just fill a spot on a roster, but rather we scour the globe for passionate teachers with proven track records who are capable of affecting meaningful change in the communities we serve. Thomas started off in 2014 as a pilot program, a summer pilot program in two towns, Nazareth Uid and Migdala Amik. Uh, Tama will be running in the summer of 2019 in 25 towns. We did a great Skype session with a number of last summer's teachers and just hearing from them and just how powerful the experience was, how rigorous and, and valuable the professional development was. I mean, I think that it's going to certainly take some time, but I think we see a lot of value and get really excited about, you know, some of these early positive indicators. We just heard these incredible stories, and I know Seagal really lived it, being in Ashkelon and seeing the teachers much more regularly than I have back in Baltimore, but... Um, they really talked about what it was like the first day feeling overwhelmed going into a classroom to the last day of the program where you're just tremendously sad to leave because you've seen the growth in the students, you've seen their um, learning, their smiles every day going in that I think people found it to be more and more rewarding as the summer went on. And just from what we've heard overall, there's a reason that we're now looking to do the program for a second summer and to really build on the relationships that were formed this past year. Because of the teachers and because of individuals like those you've been hearing from today, Talma 
has grown immensely since its inception. In 2014, Talma launched as a pilot summer program in two towns in the north of Israel. Now, just five summers later, Talma will serve 25 low-income municipalities spanning the length of Israel. By the way, the summer program is just one of five programs that Talma now operates. Part of the reason why, according to multiple national rankings, it has been awarded as the leading educational initiative in the country. My vision and my goal for this would be to expand as much as we can. We are now in, I believe, we're going to be in about 20 cities. We started out with three cities, and just in a very short period of time, within four years, we've expanded to um, 10 cities, and this year we're going to be doubling it to 20, if not more. Um, we're in the process now of negotiating with different municipalities, but um, number one is really expanding it to the entire country to be able to give everybody in every sector of Israeli society the opportunity to experience great teachers and great teaching and learn a little bit of English uh, and be able to give them a head start when it comes to English language uh, proficiency. The municipality already agreed to fund it for the next year. And funding uh, programs over the summer is not usually the top priority for the municipality. But because it was such a success, they already are committed to doing it again next year. We have teachers that want to come back. And the kids are going into their fourth grade in a higher level of English. And you have to remember that this is a program taking over the summer when technically the kids can choose to be home. They don't have to be in school and they can just go to a regular day camp and just have fun. And these kids chose to come and learn English, benefit a lot from it, and are willing to do it again. Before we conclude here, each of today's guests has a message they'd like to share with you, the former, current, and future teachers of Talma. Words of wisdom to take with you on your journey forward. I just can't thank everyone enough for all that you're doing and um, the way that you're contributing to strengthening the community and our world. A really big thanks to all of the teachers who are giving their time over the summer to go to Israel to teach English. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, get out there, continue to to throw yourself into to teaching, continue to inspire young people, and, you know, really seek out opportunities that push you outside of your comfort zone. Be open-minded and open to the blessings of Israeli society and Israeli culture. And just as we see ourselves as that all Jews are one family, to approach an Israeli co-teacher as if he or she is truly family. And to be able to learn and embrace that family member from a place of love and sharing. Come, I think it's uh, come to Israel. It's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's a great experience to, to be here and I meet every year the, the people who come here and I think uh, they get a really great experience for life. Some of them are even making uh, Ali after and stay in Israel. So what I can add to the teachers who are choosing to come and do this program in Ashkelon 
that we will be welcoming them into our community, make them feel part of us for three weeks, make sure that they learn to learn about our city, um, give them tours in interesting places, have Shabbat dinners for them, and really make them feel part of, uh, of our community while doing something very important and meaningful and something that the kids will never forget. It is so important for them to come here. Um, we have a huge, huge problem with English language instruction, and we have a huge problem with the lack of teachers, the number of, of English teachers in this country, especially native speakers. And um, if we want to maintain our edge as a country in terms of being the what we call the startup nation, we really, really need um, English as uh, a tool for life and as a basis for a lot of different things in the world, in their careers, in people's careers. And um, I think that they're, um, I don't know if they realize how important uh, their role could be. The one thing that the teachers listening to the show should know is that Talma is a life-changing experience. We work very, very hard to create a community and a program for the best educators out there, one that they would love to be a part of so they can lead change. Everyone in Talma that is not a teacher is working hard so teachers have the best opportunity they could ever have to walk into a classroom and change someone's life. You have my word and the word of everyone on my team that this is going to be a very unique experience for you. All you have to do now is apply. For more information on how you can get involved with Talma, visit TalmaIsrael.com. See you next time. Let's get cracking. Better start packing. Getting on a big jet plane. Going on a mission, a teaching expedition, and you're never going to be the same. The weather's swell, well, hot as hell. We thought that you should know. And just assume you'll share a room. It ain't the Four Seasons. Hello? Oh, yes, you're teaching in Israel. You can't conceive, you won't believe the adventure that's in store. That's right, you're teaching in Israel. Better hang on tight with all your might, unlike anything you've done before. The kids are warm, hugs are the norm, they all love to embrace. But you'll run for cover when the class is over, say goodbye to your personal space. At night unwind, you rest your mind, or wait for weekend leave. Go and scream and blow off steam in a club in Tel Aviv. You wake at dawn, your life force gone, so sleepy it's insane. But those kids will swarm you, zombie form, till you're alive again. Because you're teaching in Israel. You can't conceive, you won't believe this adventurous endeavor. Oh yes, you're teaching in Israel. You'll be an inspiration, it's about education and changing lives forever.